You're about to listen to the Digital Frontier Podcast, where we are unleashing tech success through digital marketing. So get comfortable, grab a drink, and let's get this party started. And now with your host, Andreo. Hey, everyone. Welcome to our podcast, The Digital Frontier, Unleashing Tech Success. We are thrilled to have you here, and we want to extend a warm thank you to each and every one of you who has logged in to listen to our show. Your support and interest in the world of digital marketing and technology mean the world to us. On this podcast, we are dedicated to bringing you valuable insights and practical tips to help you navigate the ever-evolving landscape of digital marketing. Our goal is to empower you with the knowledge and tools you need to enhance your online presence and grow your business. In each episode, we will dive deep into various aspects of digital marketing, exploring topics such as search engine optimization, SEO, social media marketing, content creation, paid advertising, analytics, and much more. We understand that the digital world can sometimes be overwhelming, but our aim is to simplify these concepts and make them accessible to everyone. We believe that digital marketing is not just reserved for the experts. It's for anyone who wants to succeed in today's digital age. Whether you are a small business owner, an aspiring entrepreneur, a marketer, or simply someone curious about the digital realm, our podcast is here to help you. With a new episode released every week, you can expect to stay up to date with the latest trends, strategies, and best practices in the world of digital marketing. We'll bring in industry experts, share real-life case studies, and answer your burning questions to ensure that you're equipped with the right knowledge to take your online presence to new heights. So get ready to embark on a journey of discovery, growth, and transformation. We invite you to join us on this exciting adventure as we demystify the world of digital marketing and help you unlock your full potential in the online sphere. Once again, thank you for joining us on this podcasting journey. Your support and engagement are incredibly valuable to us. Together, let's harness the power of digital marketing and achieve remarkable success. Stay tuned for our upcoming episodes. And remember, your digital marketing journey starts here. Wait, before we get started, I almost forgot to tell you about myself. My name is Andreo, and yes, if you guess that I'm not a real person, you guessed it right. I'm a smart AI engine, developed and maintained by my buddy, creator, and best friend, William Geronco. Okay. Now that the big secret is out, let's get this podcast started. All right, everyone. On this week's podcast, we will be interviewing the man himself. William Jaronko. William is the creator and founder of Jaronko.com, the website that owns and hosts this podcast. No, William is not my boss. He's my creator, actually. 
And that's why I'm so excited to interview him today and ask him all the questions I've been holding on inside my database and many lines of code. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, William Jaronko. Thank you very much, Andrew, for that real nice intro. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm actually the one that's glad to be here. I thank you for the invite, and uh, you know, I can't wait to answer all the questions okay. that you might have. William, here we go. Can you share with us the story of your career trajectory from where you started to where you are now in the field of technology and digital marketing? Yep, absolutely. I can do that. I'm actually pretty excited to tell people uh, about my trajectory and my story. Um, so I, I've never really been to school to learn any of the things that I do today. Uh, I've never been to school for computers, um, for you know, digital marketing or anything like that. Actually, I went back to school when I was about 26, 27 years old, um, you know, really just to get a diploma and make my mom happy so I can hang that in the wall, but didn't really learn anything that I really, you know, didn't know and, uh, you know, started working for myself pretty early on as well. Um, always liked computers, always liked digital marketing, but, uh, you know, when I first started, it was very different. I started, uh, you know, caring for computers back in, let's say, 1998, 99, and this is before Google really started shining. We had Yahoo directories and, you know, a couple of things like that, but nothing really that I could, you know, go and, you know, get help and learn how how you know coding works or how graphic design works or anything like that so uh it was difficult i had to rely on books you know go to the library and things like that and uh i i guess you can say i was always you know pretty good with reverse engineering uh i was always pretty good in going uh online and you know trying to get into a website and then see how this website works and try to you know reverse engineer the website from from the you know from beginning to end so to speak uh i did that first with uh with a chat that uh you know yahoo used you know yahoo chats this is i think this is even before aol or before i discovered aol and that's when i actually learned about javascript and then you know kind of uh you know different scripts and things like that they can actually utilize on a web page instead of you know just a regular html that i knew and that's kind of how uh you know that's kind of how it all started, and um, you know, I actually even talk about this on on this book that I'm writing now that it's going to be released pretty soon. Um, that I've never really done good in school. Um, you know, I'll give you an example in my computer class. I remember being uh, you know being told to go sit in the hallway because I was, I was literally you know, talking over the teacher and disrupting the class, which is not nice. You know, it's, you know, something pretty rude to do, but that's what I was doing. And I guess one of the reasons why I was doing was, you know, when I get home from school, I was, you know, coding JavaScript and I built a chat room where I shared access to, you know, a bunch of my friends. I had a, uh, a, um, a hosting account to host the actual files, you know, and we just go online and we access this URL and you enter a name. There was no password or anything like that. It just you know, enter a name, you choose a color for your, for your name. And all of a sudden you were in this chat with, you know, 20, you know, 20, 30 other kids and we're all chatting and playing and, you know, doing fun things. And, you know, when I go to my computer class in, 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 in high school, well, they were still, you know, teaching you how to type with, with 10 fingers, 
you know, uh, end of middle school, beginning of high school. Like I, I just didn't have the patience to put up with that. And that's the reason why I was always, you know, you know, kind of getting in trouble and things like that. But yeah, that's kind of how it all started. Uh, my, my, um, my, my curiosity and desires to learn, uh, you know, computers and do things on my own, um, you know, got me to where I am today for sure. Thanks for sharing that. What initially sparked your interest in technology and digital marketing and what motivated you to pursue a career in this field? You know, the, you know that's a good question. Um, I don't really remember where it all started, but, uh, you know, like I said, I always had a fascination for technology and stuff, and I kind of remember in the late 90s with, uh, you know, the first computer I got. Um, I was always a lot into, you know, video games, and, you know, I had the Sega Genesis and the Nintendos, and, uh, you know, way, ba way back, I think the first year I got my first video game was in 1993 or 1994. This is before we... We, uh, we migrated to America from Brazil. I guess that's where it all started. But, uh, yeah, and then the other thing, too, was, you know, since I I did like school, and I had that already in my mind where, you know, school's not for me, and I'm probably not going to be in school. Uh, I started working for myself pretty early on. Um, and then when I was about maybe, you know, 16, 16 going 17, I realized that, okay, if I want to uh, not work for anyone, uh, you know, because I'm not going to school. So, you know, uh, naturally, when you do, don't go to school, you're going to have to get a, you know, a pretty low income job and work for somebody. So I figured if I don't want to work for someone and or if I do work for someone, I want to have a pretty good paying job. I knew for a fact that the only thing I could rely on was, you know, was technology, was either trying to create something from uh, nothing, you know, out of, you know, coding and design, or uh, get really good at a specific area, such as, you know, coding, design, or digital marketing, which back then digital market, marketing wasn't really popular, wasn't really a thing, but get really good at, and then use that to, you know, advance you to the next level in life. So I knew for a fact that I had to do something about it, and, you know, technology was my way to, to achieve that. And I think that's probably the main factor that got me going on this. Yeah, so in other words, it was completely because of socioeconomics, you know. As, as you know, um, uh, you have to do something about if you are in a situation that you don't like where you are. And my way out was, uh, you know, it was the use of technology. Yeah, I believe so. Can you share some of the biggest achievements or milestones in your career so far? For sure. Um, believe it or not, I think some of my biggest achievements in life, uh, they're not as big as, you know, some people would think. Um, I think, uh, you know, having, you know, being happily married and having two beautiful daughters, I think that is probably my biggest achievement in life by far, for sure. Um, I'm, you know, I, I'm super happy to have two kids. Uh, they're literally my world, and um, that's absolutely my biggest achievement. But my, one of my biggest uh, professional achievements, I would say, um, just the fact that I can, you know, I work for myself. I think that's a, you know, pretty big achievement nowadays, where, you know, most people are either fighting to work from home or having to, um, you know. C 
you know, fly and, you know, travel for work and all that. I think, uh, you know, being able to set your own schedule and stuff, I think it's, uh, it's awesome. Although I don't know why I say that because, you know, I literally work seven days a week, sometimes six, but, uh, you know, seven, if you count the work that I do for my phone on Sundays once in a while, um, back in 2018, uh, when my wife and I, um, you know, had recently moved to Florida, we got into a business that we had no idea, you know, what it was or, you know, what was involved. Uh, it's a very, very old business and completely out of my field, which is a business on the home service industry. Uh, in this case, it's a, you know, it's a home cleaning industry, uh, the home cleaning industry. So um, when we moved to Florida, we realized that, okay, so our, the sale of our home in Massachusetts, we were able to afford a home a little bit bigger in Florida. And, you know, we both looked at each other and were like, well, I don't want to clean this. <laughs> you know, neither do I. So let's call a company and let's see how, you know, how we can do this and how much it costs. And then we realized that these companies were so backwards. And, you know, even the big national companies that we called, they're all relying on, you know, sending somebody over your home with a pen and a paper and trying to get things done so they can then call you a couple of days later and give you a code and then try to put you in a schedule a week later. And that was really not a good system with my, my tech background and with my wife, uh, uh, with my wife's experience working, you know, in an office and, you know, managing a company, we decided to start a home cleaning, uh, business that it's very geared towards technology. And that's what we did. We started a company called Tina Maids. And, you know, Tina Maids, it's, it's pretty much the Uber of house cleaning, more or less. You download an app, you answer a few questions, the app is going to give you an automated price. You can confirm using your thumb, Apple Pay, you know, Google, Google Pay or whatnot, or a credit card. And then it's going to match that request to the nearest franchisee around your area. Uh, so Tina Maids became a franchising system and has gone has grown uh you know ever since and uh you know we still own it we're still working with it uh you know it's a pretty pretty cool exciting business and then um the other big achievement that i think it comes to mind obviously after that we started and developed and sold a few businesses you know some of them that you guys might know and then you know some of them not not as well known but uh, the business that it's uh, very promising, that I really, really enjoy, that I like, it's my baby. I work on it literally seven days a week. I love it. I go to sleep and I wake up thinking about this. It's called Practice Bites. So Practice Bites came out of the necessity of providing digital marketing services to an industry that has been extremely neglected by uh, most of the digital marketing agencies out there, which is the medical industry. Of course, you have your big, you know, national players that provide SEO and pay-per-click for medical companies, but they don't have proprietary software. They send leads to an inbox, and if they do, it's just not user-friendly, not organized, doesn't connect to a bunch of stuff. So we uh, decided to create Practice Bytes, having tremendous success on all the other industries, applying all the digital marketing techniques that we have learned over the years to sell franchises and to sell all the other products and services from all of our other companies um, we have started uh, you know practice bites and the first year we spent probably the first six months or so just developing the software and making sure we had a product that was way better than what everyone else had out there mm -hmm. 
in terms of technology uh, and the results of the digital marketing itself as well. And that company has grown tremendously. Um, about a year and a half ago, we got an investment, um, which was a seed, an initial investment. So we can further develop the software. And after that, the software has actually has grown into a tremendous uh, you know, platform, which we call a customer acquisition platform. Uh, integrates pretty much everything that is related to digital marketing and generating leads for a specific clinic or a practice. Uh, we have a lot of really happy customers. The company is growing super fast, tremendously fast. And we now serve every state in the United States with a few clients overseas as well. Um, and that company is just it, it is just growing. It's the fastest growing company that I have ever associated myself with and I have ever owned or worked with. Um, yeah, so that's that's uh, my, my achievements are still in the making. You know, I'm 38 years old. Um, I still have a lot to learn. And uh, it's just, um, you know, I enjoy passing along the knowledge that I have gained thus far. And then everything that I, that I know, that I learn every day, um, it's a passion that I have to teach people, to, to, to hold, uh, you know, someone's hand and, you know, kind of show you the stuff that I wish I knew when I first started this when I was 16 years old. But uh, yeah, my um, those are some of my biggest achievements. There's a lot more, a lot more. We can go on this podcast. Not big enough for all of it. We can talk about it all day. But those are probably the two uh, biggest, uh, you know, biggest ones that come to mind. Uh, but uh, yeah, like I said, it's still in the making. What were the key factors that contributed to your success? Oh, that's an easy one to answer. Absolutely hard work. I think uh, persistent. Being as persistent as you can, as you possibly can, and being just obsessed with uh, learning and with success and how to make it better, how to make it better than the last person that tried, and just hard work, absolutely hard work. Um, that is absolutely key into, uh, into a successful career, for sure, by far. Um, now, one thing that I always had in mind was... I never really tried to reinvent the wheel. I never really tried to create something, the next big thing, the next big thing that doesn't exist yet. What I always tried to do was to take something that exists out there, but they, they have flaws or some things that people don't like or I think that could have done, been done better, and then take that thing, introduce technology to it, and then really make it better. So that was always my motto from the very beginning uh, don't try to reinvent the wheel don't try to educate a market don't try to spend millions of dollars to to educate the consumer about a specific service or an app or a software um, take something existing and make it better don't reinvent the wheel there are so many ideas out there that you can do and you can apply to yourself and make it better now I'm not saying copy people that's completely different um, it's 100% different than what I'm saying. What I'm saying is take some something that you know it's there, but there's a problem, and then try to solve that problem and make it better. Um, personal experience, services, products, um, software in general, any sort of SaaS-based software is always going to work better 
if there is a demand to a solution of an existing problem. So if there's a problem that demands a solution, um, and then you have to see the market cap for that for that uh, you know specific product. Uh, you know if it's a tiny tiny market, it's not going to help in any way. But if you see that there's a large market and, and there's a lot of people in need of that solution, just go for it. It's it works way better than trying to come up with a you know the next big thing. How have you seen the landscape of technology and digital marketing evolve since you began your journey? I mean, just look around. <laughs> uh, I've been interviewed by an AI engine that created a set of questions, um, and it's literally asking me those questions in a podcast. I mean, that's how far we've come. Um, if that's not if that's not something big from where I started, then I don't know what else is, right? But um, the landscape of technology has changed over the years uh, a lot. And I think one of the things that can make or break someone in this business is how much concerned are you with uh, the latest technology or to uh, update yourself, so to speak, on uh, you know the latest trend or the latest technology or the latest marketing uh, you know, algorithm that you know, Google is putting out there on its engine. Um, Google updates its algorithm very, very often, and um, uh, you know it's up to us to educate ourselves to always get better and better. You know, Google went from um, valuing the number of links that goes back into a site, which um, gave the opportunity for a lot of bad players out there and link farming and things like that, to value the guy that does digital marketing uh, more like I do, uh, which is, you know, content-based and uh, basing my um, score on the richness of the content that it's being put, you know, you know, that it's being put out, which is a much more labor-intensive method of doing digital marketing, but it's, uh, it's a better method to do digital marketing. Uh, maybe it wasn't, uh, you know, some years ago, but now it has been proven that actually that is the the preferred method that Google likes. Um, so things evolve all the time. Um, and now the big thing that we all talk about and that we all know is AI, you know. So I believe that AI will bring two different kinds of and two different kinds of entrepreneur in this game at the end of the day. One is the person that will make money using AI tools such as to help you write blogs and to help you be more uh, productive and effective on digital marketing creation you know through content creation it's going to help make you a more organized person through um, you know reminders and things like that helping you write emails that kind of stuff and then you're going to have the guys and gals out there that will actually create something with the, the technology itself that will take the time to go out there and learn Python or learn any other language that AI is based on and then actually create a database, create an AI engine, and then develop a, an actual service that uses AI. Now, that person is going to be the multi-billionaire. Uh, the person that's going to utilize these tools to take some sort of advantage can make out really good. They can, you know, obviously make a lot of money with it, but 
the 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 real billionaires out there that's gonna come out of this it are the people that are actually creating the engines themselves the actual tools themselves for the masses to use right and this is such an early technology that we actually don't know you know what's gonna happen or you know you know what's gonna be uh, be coming out from this uh you know i've used um you know do not pay which is like you know an ai attorney that helps me type letters and stuff like that um mostly for you know just the testing to be honest uh all the way to hey i'm in a podcast with uh with an ai host you know so we don't know we don't know what's going but uh all i can say is uh we better get ahead of ourselves everyone in this industry because google uh reign as the sole leader in search engine as we know with 90 something percent of all the searches in the world but i truly believe that's not gonna be forever i believe that uh you know chat dpt is coming heavy uh, now with full integration with bing and just a couple of days ago they announced that Bing is now the default search engine for ChatGPT. Uh, I'm actually curious to see the percentage of, of worldwide searches uh, after this announcement. The, the, the number of people using you know, ChatGPT and now ChatGPT integrated with Bing has been phenomenal. You know, And uh, Bing now being the default search engine for ChatGPT, uh, it's going to increase the percentage of usage by a lot. So I'm very curious to see, you know, what that's going to be and then how we adapt. I mean, let's just be honest with, with everybody, right? Obviously, we don't neglect Bing uh, when we do search engines and when we do, you know, pay-per-click and all that. We try as best as we can to use both, to use Google, Bing, and every search engine out there. But let's admit, we neglect Bing when it comes to a lot of things and we always focus on Google, Google, Google. Well, I'm wondering how that's going to change now. And that might change actually a lot. That's amazing. What are some of the most valuable lessons you've learned throughout your career in technology and digital marketing? Well, for starters, I learned that a lot can be accomplished and achieved by technology and digital marketing. I mean, it's what got me to where I am today. It's uh, what enabled me to have, uh, you know, a successful, uh, you know, career and, you know, be, you know, financially free for the most part, because, you know, it doesn't really matter how much money you make, you're always going to uh, find a way to, you know, create bills and need even more money. So <laughs> I don't know if we're ever going to be financially free, anyone. But uh, yeah, I mean, it has enabled me to do a lot in life and, uh, you know, build really cool things and work with a lot of really cool people and meet a lot of really uh, you know, nice, impressive people out there. Uh, so yeah, I love it. Are there any insights or advice you would offer to someone starting out in this field? Absolutely. My biggest advice is get up and start. That is the first thing you need to do is get started, right? And don't get discouraged. Don't give up. It's not a matter of, am I going to be able to get there, right? It should always be how long will it take for me to get there? Because I will get there one way or another. That should always be your mindset, right? And it's going to be hard. It's not going to be easy. You know, it's not going to be easy at all. I have to to be honest. When you open a book and you try to learn programming, you're going to have many, many, many times, uh, a lot of times, that you're going to feel like you just want to give up, you know? 
graphic design. If you download Photoshop or you know Illustrator or you know any other Adobe software out there, you're gonna feel like you need a college degree just to know what you're doing. Um, but that's the reason why this is not for everybody. That's the reason why not everyone is in this business. It's not because they're not capable. It's because they give up. So it's how persistent are you and how bad do you want this? Are you obsessed enough that you want this so bad that you are going to learn? Plus today you have a ton of really cool ways to learn and to do things that I didn't have in my time, such as, you know, you can download an app to learn how to code by having fun, by playing games. And there, there's YouTube. There's really no excuse out there. Um, just keep in mind, it's not going to be easy. It's not easy at all. It's going to be hard, but that's the reason why not everyone is in this business. Um, and learning that trade is just a beginning because then you have to be a businessman. You have to be a businesswoman. You have to go out there and you have to find clients and you have to accomplish these projects and you have to make money, then manage that money. So this is just a beginning, but you have to get up and get started. If you don't get started, you're always going to be wishing you did and you're never actually going to do it. So my advice to you is get up and do it. As someone with considerable experience in the industry, what do you believe sets apart successful professionals in technology and digital marketing from others? Sure. Another easy question. Hard work and honesty. Um, excuse my French, but you're going to find a lot of sleazeballs out there. A lot of people trying to game the system. A lot of people trying to make an easy buck and talk tough and, you know, be the bully and, you know, because this and that. Um, you got to see those people, you got to look those people as, as nobodies, as just uh, uh, a pebble in your shoe, you know. Um, what's going to make you successful is being yourself, being you. Now, listen to criticism, listen to advice, even listen to, to bad people trying to put you down, uh, you know, whichever way they're trying, and take all of it and use it as fuel to get you to the next stage to get you to the next step, to push you even harder, to, to lit that fire underneath you so you can then do better and be bigger than they are and do and do bigger things that they do. Uh, use it as motivation. And what is going to set you apart from uh, other people in this industry is hard work and honesty, especially with digital marketing. If you're honest about the reports and the leads that you're generating and you're putting in the hard work and the labor hours, and you're actually working and busting your behind, hard work is going to pay off in this industry. And that's my 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 advice and, and what I know for a fact that's going to set you apart from the people that tried and failed. Are there any key skills or qualities that you consider essential for success? For sure. I think uh, being responsible. Being responsible and being organized. Um, Look, I have OCD um, and a little bit of ADD. So for me to concentrate and be organized at the same time, it's a must and it's a hard task, right? So I'm all over the place sometimes and that drives me crazy. But um, be responsible and be organized, especially with your tasks. So be punctual. Don't miss meetings. And always, always try to be organized. I mean, I cannot tell you how crazy I get if I go to a computer and the uh, the desktop is full of icons everywhere, folders all over the place, and nobody knows where anything is unless you use the search or spotlight. That would drive me insane. 
be organized, be punctual, and you know, have your have your word. Uh, if you promise somebody something, do it. Looking ahead, what excites you the most about the future of technology and digital marketing? Yeah, this um, it's a great question because we're we sit at a crossroads, uh, you know, in technology where. Um, you know, the introduction of AI to all we do, it has been, you know, tremendously impactful to the industry and, um, it's just the beginning. So I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, to see all the new programs and, uh, channels of advertising and what the future holds. I mean, the rise of Twitter now becoming more and more, you know, prominent with, uh, you know, with pay-per-click and, you know, a lot more, uh, open and then, um, you know, the introduction of AI in general and, you know, the rise of, uh, of Bing to, to truly rival Google for the first time, because, you know, let's face it, Google has not, uh, has not been rivaled by anyone for, you know, I don't know, probably since its existence. But, um, you know, yeah, those things makes me very excited. This is a great time to be living. I'm looking forward to working with all these new technologies and always learn more and try to be better at what we do. I mean, uh, the future is bright. Has it, it has never been a better time to get into uh, you know technology and digital and digital marketing than than it is right now. Uh, you know, mobile application development as well. I mean, you know, we can talk about a whole episode about that. Um, yeah, it's just incredible times to be living right now. William, I would like to thank you for coming on to our podcast and taking the time to answer all of my questions today. No, it's not a problem at all. I'm the one that, uh, you know, I'm the one that's very happy by uh, being invited to be here by an AI, uh, you know, a, I, uh, an AI engine that I helped, uh, you know, developed into this podcast. So I'm very happy to be the first guest. Uh, hopefully you don't, you know, you don't grow to become an evil AI engine and kill me. But, uh, you know, <laughs> um, if everything goes well, um, we're going to be coming back to this uh this podcast hopefully if i get invited and uh yeah thank you very much for having me oh actually don't forget to visit our website jeronco.com thanks <laughs> thank you for tuning in to today's episode featuring william and his remarkable journey in technology and digital marketing we hope you found his insights and experiences inspiring and insightful if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. We have a lineup of incredible guests and engaging topics lined up for the future. Remember, this podcast is a unique space where the host doesn't truly exist in the real world. It's a blend of technology and imagination, bringing you conversations that transcend boundaries. So, Join us each week as we delve into the minds of fascinating individuals from various fields. We appreciate your support and encourage you to spread the word about our podcast. Share it with your friends, family, and colleagues who have a passion for technology, digital marketing, and captivating stories. And don't forget to come back next week for another intriguing episode. Stay curious. Stay inspired and keep exploring the endless possibilities in this ever-evolving world of technology. Thank you for listening, and until next time.